0: Today is Sunday, October 2nd. This is the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week, as Dade City collectively held its breath, Hurricane Ian, a catastrophic Category 4 storm with maximum sustained winds of 150 miles per hour, made landfall near North Captiva Island in Lee County on Wednesday, September 28th, absolutely decimating Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis said the storm is basically a 500-year flood event. DeSantis said he had a conversation with President Joe Biden about the destruction and that the president would approve a major disaster declaration for nine of the hardest-hit counties so far, with the expectation of expansion as more inland areas report damage. As we look more locally, Dade City can collectively breathe a sigh of relief, having been at least structurally spared from Hurricane Ian's wrath as the more severe rain and wind was to the south. The area wasn't completely spared though with multiple trees and power lines being downed along with a loss of power to the majority of the downtown area along with other pockets around town. Some local downtown businesses had to completely throw away consumable items and other perishables causing total losses in those areas. Power to most of the downtown area was restored by early afternoon on Thursday, the 29th. Getting out ahead of the storm, Pasco County and the city of Dade City enacted emergency plans calling for evacuations, opening shelters, and mobilizing crews. Pasco Middle School served as a public shelter for those who needed to self-evacuate before the storm. As the storm made landfall, there were 181 people sheltering at Pasco Middle School, which ended up losing power and had to run on a generator. The cleanup process now begins. Early Thursday morning on September 29th, Tico, Rec, and Publix Works crews were repairing downed wires and clearing the roads of fallen debris while the Dade City Police Department actively patrolled the area. Dade City Mayor Pro Tem, Mr. Newt Nath Esquire, had the following to say, Dade City dodged a bullet last night, but while we give thanks for our good luck, we must remember and pray for those in Fort Myers who were not so fortunate. I want to thank the fine men and women of the Dade City Police public works and utilities departments including managers and directors for their unwavering dedication and tireless service to the people of Dade City. Many slept at City Hall overnight and many others have been working 12 hour shifts for the last two days responding to calls for service right up until the winds forced them to hunker down for the night. Even then they worked through the night doing what they could to maintain our water and wastewater systems through the power outages and rendering what aid they could then they were out first thing in the morning clearing roads and keeping our residents safe finally while our workers served the people of dade city their families weathered the storm without them I want to extend my deepest thanks to them. The sacrifices of our workers and their families in the face of such a monstrous storm should make all of us proud to be part of the Dade City community. Yesterday, Saturday, October 1st, was the second downtown Dade City Car and Truck Show, the In of 2022, hosted by Mr. Ronnie Setzer. I caught up with Mr. Setzer to ask him about the event.
1: So I'm here live at the downtown Dade City Cruising with Mr. Ronnie Setzer. Can you give us uh, what can we expect here today at the car show?
2: Well, almost every single month, first Saturday of the month at beautiful downtown Dade City, we always have a nice car cruise and a show. It's a slash show with a car car cruise where you can cruise in, cruise out, hang out, enjoy yourself. You know, pay attention and do all the restaurants, do all the crafts, do all of the little stores and little tiny places. Find the neat stuff here at down, downtown Dade City is what it's really all about. However... We bring anywhere from 100 to 300-plus cars almost first Saturday of every single month, no matter what is going on, we bring them. And you're going to see something for everybody. It's here. Whether you want a Porsche, you want a Chevy, you want a Mopar, you want a Ford, it's all here. Old Pontiac, Buick, Antiques, Classics, Restores, Customs, Modifieds, it's all here, including rat rods, race cars. Everything you want to see, you're going to be able to see it
1: fantastic sir how long have you been doing this uh,
2: been doing the car show since 1977 wow yeah.
1: down here in Dade
2: City no Dade City I've been doing Dade City now for almost 22 years my old older son is 22 and he was a uh, uh I think he was still in the in the oven when we started doing the Kumquat festival here in Dade City
0: understood well sir thank you very much God bless you
2: thank you God bless you guys and thank you thank you sir
0: thanks a lot Ronnie I also had a chance to talk with two local car owners about their rides.
1: So tell me a little bit about your car, sir. It's a 2015 Mustang. Um, Was a four-cylinder. We V8 swapped it. Um, I've had it for two years. Two years? About two years, yeah. Okay. Did you build it from the ground up? Yeah. Okay, what's like the fa- everything? Yeah, really? Okay, what's yeah. the horsepower in this thing? Uh we're not sure. Oh. It should be around a thousand. Really? Yeah. Haven't dynoed it though. Not yet. Okay, yeah. okay. What about the track? Have you taken it out to the track in your quarter time or once but it, it was broken. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, you. we just got it done like literally what? Last week? Yeah. 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 Okay, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we just got it done, so Okay. We don't Any- know times yet. Okay. Any final words about the car? Um no, nothing really, that's it, yeah. Okay, man, yeah. God bless you, sir. All Thank right, you thanks. very much. Uh, it's a 1971 Ford F100. Pro Street. Okay, how long have you had it? Uh, 38 years. What all have you done to it? Uh, everything. Built it up from the ground up. Oh, okay, so um, so uh, it's painted yellow. What's, is yellow your favorite color? It is now. Yeah, yes, sir. I love it. I love it. So uh, how fast have you ever gotten it up to? Uh, it goes five fifties in the eighth at 128 mile an hour. Wow. Nice. Okay. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Thanks a lot, guys. If you missed this one, come out next time on the first Saturday of November. We'll see you there. In local events, join the chamber for chamber coffee and coaching on Wednesday, October fifth, from 7:30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Located at the San Antonio Citizen Federal Credit Union Operation Center, 12542 Curley Street in San Antonio. Guest speaker Abel Tapia from Redwater Media will be presenting on the topic of multimedia. The event is free for chamber members. Prospective members are ten dollars. Register online at dadecitychamber.org. This year, the Pasco High School PTSA has started a new volunteer program called the Privateer Crew. They have their third training and informational meeting Wednesday, October 5th from 12 to 1.30 at the Pasco High School front office. Light lunch will be provided. For more information, contact Don Enright, Parent Community Liaison and PTSA President at dnright at k12.fl.us or call 813-997-5154 on saturday october 8th from 9 a.m to 5 p.m come out to the scarecrow festival at the pioneer florida museum and villages spectacular fall festival build your own scarecrow pumpkin patch and pumpkin painting vendors blacksmith model trains demonstrations along with children's games arts and crafts and live entertainment tickets can be purchased at the gates only and are $10 for adults and $5 for students kids under 5 are free parking is also free they are accepting vendor applications now on their website www.pioneerfloridamuseum.org The Pasco County NAACP and the Pasco Unit of the League of Women Voters are hosting a candidate meet and greet on Saturday, October 8th from noon to 2 p.m. in rooms 3 and 4 of the Lando Lakes Recreation Center. 3032 Collier Parkway, Lando Lakes. For more information, email pasco at hclwv.org. Sunday, October 9th at 2 p.m., Prelude Academy of the Arts presents Sound of Autumn at the Dade City Heritage Museum 14206 US98 Bypass. Suggested admission is only $5. Tuesday, October 11th from 12 to 1 p.m. Join me, guest speaker Eric Baker at the Kiwanis Club of Dade City located at the American Legion in downtown Dade City. If you're interested in attending the event, please contact Christy Demarakis at 813-523-3441 for more information. Tuesday, October 18th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Join Not A Clue Adventures for the Bees Butter Biscuit Brunch. Cost is only $18. Learn all about bees with Be Good Honey. Hosted by the Pioneer Florida Museum, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road. Call 813-789-0904 for more information. On Saturday, October 22nd at 10 a.m., come out to downtown Dade City for the third annual Monarch Butterfly Festival in Hibiscus Park, then migrate downtown on a historic jolly trolley to shop the day away in charming downtown. The Pasco High School PTSA is sponsoring a food drive from September 12th through October 14th to benefit Metropolitan Ministries. Some of the needed items are canned meat, vegetables, and fruits, along with soups and baby food. For a complete list of items, please see our website, daycitywire.com. Drop off items in the bins located at the front office of Pasco High School, 36850 State Road 52, Dade City. For more information, contact Don and Wright, Coordinator 813-997-5154. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. is downtown Dade City's Halloween Spooktacular event. There will be trick-or-treating for kids and pets along with activities for the entire family. There will also be costume contests for kids, pets, and adults. Complimentary treat bags will be available at Lamb Park while supplies last. We'll see you there. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the Living History Florida Seminole Wars event hosted by the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village. There will be presentations, demonstrations, great food, and more. Alligator Wrestling starts at 11 a.m. and goes until 1 p.m. on Saturday only. The battle reenactment begins at 3 p.m. Admission is $10 for adults, $5 for students, and kids under 5 are free. We hope you'll join us at the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road in Dade City. On Saturday, November 12th from 5 to 8 p.m., come out for an evening in the Arts District presented by Prelude Academy of the Arts, Perks Cafe, and Out of Our Hands Art Gallery. Adults can enjoy an evening of music, chocolate, refreshments, and art right here in downtown Dade City. For more information, please go to www.preludeacademy.com forward slash services. In local sports, the Pasco Pirates varsity football team rescheduled their game this week against Cypress Creek from Friday to Monday, October 3rd at 7 p.m., We'll see you there. The St. Leo women's soccer game that was scheduled to take place today against Florida Southern has been moved to Tuesday, October 4th with a kickoff time of 7 p.m. The St. Leo men's soccer game that was scheduled to take place today against Florida Southern has been rescheduled for October 25th with a kickoff time of 4 p.m. In local history, an article by Arno Searles-Webster titled American Dust Bowl Affects Dade City. Recently, my daughter and son-in-law were telling me about a news story about satellite pictures of dust being blown from Africa to South America and sometimes to Florida when I happen to remember our experience with dust from the American Dust Bowl during my childhood in Dade City. When I was about nine years old, around 1934, our family lived just north of Dade City on Highway 301 near Jordan Lake, which is east of the river. Road near the present Moose Lodge. Our little house faced the lane that was turned to the right off 301 and the back of the property slope down to the lake. In that year, huge dust storms struck the Midwest, the result of drought and the effects of extensive plowing of the virgin topsoil of the Great Plains. While disastrous for those farmers and the American economy, for us in Dade City, it was a persistent nuisance. The news reported black, red, or tan dust blowing east from South Dakota, Kansas, and Oklahoma over to Chicago, Boston, Cleveland, and Washington, D.C. For us, the dust was tan. It settled on, in, and around everything. Of course, we had no air conditioning, so the windows were open a good part of the time, but even when closed, the dust filtered into the house and settled on the pots and pans, the beds, the floor. It was on our clothes. A little grit was Found its way into our food. When you closed your mouth, there was grit in your teeth. Our house was so small that we ate our meals on the screened back porch. The dust accumulated about a quarter inch on the dining table between meals. Mama hung blankets, spread spreads, and sheets all about the porch to deter it, but it still got in. We had our meals in a blanketed twilight. From our house down to the lake, my daddy corn during this time the corn sprouted in came to about four inches high with two little leaves. Shortly, though, it was covered with dust, never to be seen again. But we did replant. Sometimes the sky looked hazy or smoky from the dust, and it made for very pretty sunsets. At the time, the federal government in Washington, D.C. debated the Fraser Lemke Farm Bankruptcy Act, which would decide whether or not to help the Dust Bowl victims. As I recall from discussion among the adults in my family and their friends, four for a while, it seemed that the congressional vote would defeat the proposed financial aid. Then a black cloud of dust covered Washington, and the Fraser Lemke Act was passed. Credit to fivea.org forward slash Dade In local weather with Hurricane Ian in our rear view, we've got a really nice week of fall weather ahead of us. We're looking at highs in the mid to low 80s and lows in the low 60s basically all week. Our best chance of rain will come on Tuesday with a 60% chance of light rain in the p.m. hours. U.S. stocks recorded their worst September since 2008 and investors are happy to see the month finally come to an end. This records the sixth losing week in the past month and a half. For the month of September, the S&P 500 fell 9.3%. The Dow dropped 8.84% and the NASDAQ fell 10.5%. Did you know that Dade City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, dadecitywire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use Hashtag Dade Wire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in The Wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Day City Wire, Day City's only weekly news show.